Welcome to Market Scale Software and Electronics. I'm your host, Sean Heath, and today I have an opportunity to have a conversation with Kate Stroanova from JSOR. And Kate, how are you today? Oh, hello. Thank you. I'm doing well. What about you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. There's a really wide spectrum of things that JSORIN does. How would you describe JSORIN? So JSORIN is a software development company. We're located in the USA and in France, and we're specialized on, uh, on virtual reality, augmented reality, and chatbots. You get to live in the future. Is that somewhat overwhelming sometimes, or is it like every day is Christmas Eve where you know the great stuff's coming, but you just can't tell us yet? Uh, well, I think no, because technology is, is a great toolkit which gives the opportunity uh, to people to save their time and to invest their time into something, something like education or something which, is, uh, which can be very good for their daily routine life, even for work, whatever. So I think the technology is very great solution for everybody. Tell me about, for example, how augmented reality can help some of your customers. Oh, uh, the, I, I will start with the challenges because you asked me about this firstly. So uh, about challenges, then is that the our company policy is to educate our customers all the time. We face the thing that people want to use the newest technology but they don't know really know how to how to use them and how they can solve their business tasks so uh, once i visited a conference and uh, there was the interviewer it was the the project manager from one of the it companies and he told that it's so hard to walk in to to work uh, in in IT because customers are not so well educated, you know, because they don't know the, the difference between virtual reality and augmented reality. But the thing is that, uh, and he claimed on on his word because of this. But I guess that usually IT companies to to propose the solutions to their customers first of all they have to they have to educate them and to give the new knowledge to their customers do you find that that extends the planning that you have to put into each project when you have to factor in the education aspect of that does that stretch the length of projects out uh, you know, uh, the okay, the negotiation can last a bit more than usual because when you have to educate your client, of course, it takes time, and sometimes it takes a lot of time when you when you you make understand your client how he can use it for his business and how it can it can help him, but. Usually it works good because then we, then the customer knows uh, exactly what he wants and how he can use it. it. It's it's really great. So sometimes, yeah, we spend a lot of time, but the result is good always. Now, one of the things that you do 
with augmented reality is you have to create new concepts. You have to create new frameworks for companies to to address their challenges. And I know that one of the technologies that you are really excited about is the real engine because you can come up with some really amazing high quality solutions. Talk to me a little bit about just how much real engine has changed the way that you handle projects. Okay, so uh, earlier uh, we used uh, Unity, but then we decided that actually Unity becomes less important and it takes a backseat. So now we try to do all our projects on, uh, on Real Engine because it allows us to you know, to make the projects more detailed, the quality of the projects is really higher and better. That really opens up a lot of possibilities, the power of using that real engine. Are, are you finding new abilities in real engine that maybe you didn't consider previously? Uh, well, as I mentioned, it's the higher quality, the graphics is better, and uh, actually, if I'm talking about our team, our our team likes better to work with Real Engine. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the solutions that you've come up with using augmented reality for warehouse logistics and also for the VR simulator that you were able to develop for a cabin crew in the aviation industry. So no, actually, we're working on, on such projects. So the first project, as you mentioned, it's the AR project, and uh, it allows to implement the, the, the system of augmented reality in warehouse logistics. And we really find some benefits of this project is that the time of, uh, of the education is really, is, is reduced. And, uh, even the 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 quantity of mistakes even of uh, badly educated employee is also re reduced and such such an application will show you know where the box is in the warehouse and uh, where and how you have to put it on the pallet so it's it's a really good opportunity uh, to to educate the employee first of all and the second project is the vr and it's the the simulator for the cabin crew so the the main task of this project is uh, that you you know we can simulate the safety and emergency procedures we can simulate very dangerous um, you know, dangerous situation on board without any uh, dangerous consequences for the employee. So it it also it it let educate correctly the the behavior in in dangerous situations, but without real damages. It sounds like there's a real benefit into the efficiency that JSORIN can help companies improve. Of course. It's almost like a real life Tetris. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's correct. You, it's, it's kind of game 
but it can be used in in real life for the education first of all so i i find it incredible one of the the growing technologies as we've already mentioned that jsorn works quite a bit with augmented reality and virtual reality another component that is starting to be included in those technologies is artificial intelligence yes i don't really know that we've decided how we're going to use it yet but i do know that there have been some whispers about using ai in the aviation industry what is jay soren's thought process with regard to that possibility oh uh first time where we saw such 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 news well it worried us even a bit because um, well the airlines decided to use a uh, uh, in ai in their industry just to save on air travel you know and they want to remove one of, of one of the two pilots interesting the basic procedures for ae or to fly the 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 plane from earth so in and this is the case when people try to keep up with the technologies but absolutely do not think about the potential problems and consequences that they can bring so while such a solution and possibility can solve the business tasks from from the point of view of saving on human resources but such a solution can create problems in terms of security because already now cyber criminals i guess you know a bit about them cyber criminals use technology to intercept aircraft control so you should always the thing is that the clients should always consider the risk and take care of end users you know, once I read a book of Alan Cooper, uh, it's a book called about face, the essentials of interaction design. And he wrote that usually interfaces, they are not created for users. So they are not uh, user friendly, but they're created for develop for developers. Unlike others, we act a bit differently. So first of all, we think about our clients. We, for, we, we, our clients. Uh, we think about our clients' focus group. We test. We testing the future products, even at the all, uh, even and at an earlier stage of development. Like I mean, prototype on, on the target audience, and we consult with this target audience, and. Uh, it's the thing is that a client should usually create user uh, user friendly interfaces and take and consider the risks. So that's what they think about this. As we're talking about the aviation industry, what sort of feeling do you get from customers in the aviation industry with regard to technological advances? I think that the aviation is ready for new technologies. But, but of course, as I said before, uh, they, they have to consider all, they, they have to take in account all the risks. But, um, the, where we can use it, it's just, it can be like the pre-flight inception for the cabin crew 
It can be like aircraft maintenance, of course. Uh, then the project we're working on now, it's like cabin crew training without any damages for anybody, nor for the companies, uh, not for, for the employee. So it can be like flag, it, it can be like flight deck training. What we can use it, of course, but we have to use it, you know, in a proper way. To finish up today, as I mentioned earlier on in the podcast, you get to see new technology way before the rest of us. Is there something that is coming on the horizon that has excited you personally with regards to technology advance? Yeah, well, I <laughs> I see the incredible world, you know, <laughs> which... Uh, allows people to save a huge quantity of time and to invest it into their interest, into their education, and uh, not for some common needs. Is there a specific application or a specific opportunity for virtual reality for example, that has maybe excited you a little bit and you think, oh, that's really going to be neat? You mean that we're going to create or just when I see in the internet something like this? Yes, something that you see because you have the opportunity to maybe start thinking about the possibilities of new technology before everybody else is using it. Yeah, earlier I... Uh, I saw the video, which was for, it was kind of a gym simulator and it was created in a, in a perfect way because you put on um, a cardboard and um, there's like a game you see, you plunge in it, you have to complete the tasks, but it is created in the way that you complete those tasks, you do the, uh, the, the exercises. So it can be used both like playing and doing exercises. So I guess it's, it's incredible, especially for nowadays world, world. And we're so, we're into sport. We're into fitness, into, you know, into healthy, health way life. So I guess it's it's amazing. Well, I know how incredibly busy you are. I am so grateful that you took the time to have a conversation with me. Today, I've had the pleasure of having a conversation with Kate Stroanova. Kate, thank you so much. This has really been fantastic. I really appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful day. Yeah, thank you very much. And thank you for this invitation. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.